This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1152 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip features Dr. Jones and Michelle Anderson from thehorse.com with a thorough look at scratches. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. Her life was falling apart around her, but when she saw his sweet face and heard the low knicker, the pain eased. She stood in the stall for some time, running a brush over his sleek coat, down his powerful muscles and over his tight, cool tendons. He cocked his back leg, waiting patiently. She scratched his favorite spot and was rewarded with a crinkled smile and outstretched neck. The stress flowed from her body, and she knew with him in her life, she would make it through. This love story is brought to you by Endure Extra, providing high-fat calories, direct-fed microbials, and natural vitamin E to support optimal condition and performance. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Dr. Jones, can you start out by telling us a little bit about what scratches is? So first, I think we need to start out to say that, you know, this is on the lower leg for people who haven't dealt with it. It's usually on the lower leg, right? Yes, it's always in the pastern area. It has many names attached to it. Greasy heel is another name, if you guys have mm-hmm. heard this. Scratches. But it's in the pastern area. Sometimes it kind of goes up around the fetlock and maybe up into the cannon bone of horses that are more predisposed to it, which are feathered horses. So oh, you know the feathers yeah. don't just start in the pastern. They start a little higher up. So you can get this greasy heel, scratches, pastern dermatitis. Um, I'm trying to think of all the different fun names. I guess you have mud fever. Mud I've never fever. heard of that one. Um, yeah. All these names for this area, and it's usually the pastern is the primary culprit, but can go higher because feathered horses, which would be your draft horses, but is your gypsy vanners, anything that has a little excessive hair back in the um, like pastern area. Frisians, yes, would, um, would be culprits to this. So um, if you have a cross, a lot of people are liking to cross, like, like to cross with Frisians or Clydesdales, and you have horses that have a little bit of feathers, but you are clipping them off, you're helping that horse out a lot because it seems that the hair is trapping the moisture, which is starting this whole process. So um, what, kind of, what kind of organism is it that's causing it? Primarily it's bacterial. But here in Florida, we have a wonderful other organism that loves to jump in while the bacteria is having a party and have a party with them, and it's fungal. It seems like anything that gets wet and moist here in Florida, you just almost assume has a fungal aspect to it as well. So uh, corneal ulcers in the eye, uh, you don't see fungal corneal ulcer issues up north, but you see them a lot here in Florida. Um, Pastor and dermatitis, bacterial, but also fungal uh, infections. You can kind of get the bacteria under control, but you've got to take care of the fungal infection as well. But bacteria is the primary culprit. So does that mean it's infectious? Can, can they pass it to each other? No. The ones that are infectious are the mange, which also is a differential. So when you see this, you can't just assume 
that when the horse is scratching their legs and they're getting these these uh, wounds on their lower leg, fetlock, and pastern area, that it's definitely a greasy heel or a uh, pastern dermatitis. It could also be mange in a horse, and we'll see that more in draft horses with the feathers than you'll see in the uh, light breed horses. Light breed horses can get this pastern dermatitis, and why do they get it? Usually because they're standing out in a lot of dew in the pasture in the morning, and um, or they're stepping down to the lake to kind of cool off their feet in the summertime, and they can get a little bit of moisture and bacteria build up on the um, surface. So um, once that gets going, um, what is it going to look like? Can you describe it a little bit? Well, I don't think it will look as bad as what Jamie described. No. (laughs) That was an extreme case. Yeah. I'm still glad <laughs> this, is, this is for you, Glenn. If you catch it early, it won't get as bad as Jamie's. How's that? The common is said that usually you see it in white legged horses. So those who have socks and stockings um, on a hind limb or the forelimb, uh, mostly it's seen in the hind limb for some reason. I see it a lot in the forelimb and the draft horses. So I, I say any of the limbs can affect. Um, it is a reddened and scabby area that gets really swollen and inflamed in the pastern area and, again, fetlock and can go higher in the feathered horses. And what the problem is is it continues to trap moisture in that area, which makes a great environment for bacteria to grow. Then you get the secondary bacterial infections that are very common, and that adds more trauma to the skin and more um, due diligence on trying to treat it. So initially you can start off trying to treat it topically with some of the -the over-the-counter medications at the feed stores, but the primary thing you have to do is make sure that it stays dry. And you can, they've blown dry, believe it or not. A uh, very well-known Clydesdale hitch will blow dry the feathers so that they Mm -hmm. can keep them from getting this dermatitis because they do rinse them every day and they do clean their feathers every other day. So they have to blow dry that area to keep them from getting this uh, grease heel. You can towel dry your own horses after you bathe them or rinse them. Do you suggest a flat iron for feathers? I mean, is that something (laughs) we'd like to incorporate? Does it help make it look more luxurious? Because I do prefer when I blow dry to use my flat iron as well. Go ahead. (laughs) I have never gotten into the care of uh, of those uh, feathers. They have visited my clinic, and um, they're very disappointed when they go home with, you know, dirt and and mud on the bottom of their feathers because they're enjoying themselves out in my pastures. So <laughs> <laughs> I let them be horses here. So uh, anyway, um, I think I was dropped off a bar of cast- castor soap, castile soap one time so I could keep the feathers clean. It didn't really quite work well. I was a little more focused on my medicine than I was on keeping the feathers clean. <laughs> I would imagine. Anyway, um, flat so to keep them dry is your big thing. So those... Those people that are getting it on a light breed horse that don't have feathers and don't have those issues to worry about, and they're, they're scratching their head going, okay, I clean my horse, I watch their legs, I make sure they don't get any cuts or scratches and stuff like that, but yet now I'm getting this pasture and dermatitis, what do I do? Don't turn them out in your pastures with dew on your pasture. Wait till it dries, so it's late morning, and bring them in if it starts to rain. So in Florida here, that'd be late afternoon would be when it starts to rain. So they'd be out from about 10 in the morning until about 3 in the afternoon or 2 in the afternoon, depending on when the rain came in. And, and that's you know, the best way to fight it once is, you start seeing it. 
the hard part in Florida is most, you know, a lot of these people, I'm, we live in the equestrian community now, they just leave their horses out all the time. They're running sheds or, you know, some kind of structure right. like that. So they're getting exposed to this all the time. And it's dewy here every morning. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. And it will be. It will be. And, right. And here, so those, here in Central Oregon, we have, we're in the desert and on dry lot, but the horses are pastured on irrigated pastures. And so, especially flood irrigation, once things are wet, it's hard to get them dry again. So that, that's when we start fighting with this. And I had, because I've dealt with it in a fjord and a halflinger with the heavier feathering on the legs, Feathers. but I also, so I also have dealt with it in an older Appaloosa. Is it, are older horses more susceptible to it, or was that just that particular horse? No, you can see it in older. I, I had it on a young horse, which was an Arab cross. She had four stockings. Mom was in the hospital with chemotherapy, and so the sons were taking care of the horse, and they were just being turned out like they normally in, normally are all day long. And her legs puffed up all the way up to her knees and all the way up to her hocks because she got such a bad secondary bacterial infection from this pastern dermatitis that she acquired. And um, she was a younger horse, so I think it's immune-related in that respect. Uh, but you still can't see it on a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old. It's the environment they live in is the primary culprit. And then your care is going to be secondary and taking care of all that. If you don't stay on top of it, it will explode to like this little uh, filly who got swollen legs and very, very sore pasterns that you could hardly even touch them. They were hot as a firecracker. Now, you mentioned over-the-counter topical treatments. Um, are there any ingredients people should be looking for? Yeah, uh, anything that will be a drying agent in there. Betadine is a wonderful drying agent. So you can just strictly pick up some Betadine shampoo or uh, Betadine um, solutions to clean off that area. It dries out. I know because I'll use it to clean wounds in the or clean up mares in the um, breeding season time. My hands get cracked if I don't put lotion on them because Betadine will really dry out the skin nicely. But you have to towel dry after you clean that area towel dry it off, and that's key. You can use all those over-the-counters, but then towel dry. Don't add lotions. Don't put any kind of antibiotic ointment on there because now you're just trapping in all that wonderful bacteria that you've created. Let it dry out. And so when, when is it time to get the vet involved if you've tried the topical treatments? If they're not working, then get the vet involved because you don't want to get to the point of the swollen legs and the secondary bacterial infections. You want to maggot- stop it beforehand. But I hate to say it, for those feathered feathered friends of ours, removing the feathers is key to getting it cleared up. So you need to clip the legs. Oh, they're the feathers. Very you, bad. You just have you just have them rolling over right now, going. I know they're I do. turning off their radio, going. I hate Dr. Jones. I think she's a she's a witch. You know, every one of them <laughs> saying that right now. Okay, how's this? Clip all the feathers underneath the top layer, and then you can just drop that top layer down so it looks like they got feathers. It's, it's, and my best way to describe it is the very top part of the fetlock or pasture. It's like a comb over. Yes, it's It's comb over there. I didn't know what that beauty salon word was, so thank you, Glenn, for that beauty salon word. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is brilliant. What you need to do, we are going to start marketing some, you know, some weave. Uh, there you, you can sell to, to the <laughs> grassroots people. It's much like, you know, the fake tail that they get for the, the hunters. Then we can, oh, yeah. you know, sell some weave. And then, you know, what you do is you, you go up to them and, and you say, is that your real hair? And they're like, yeah, I bought it. That makes it mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Uh, so can I tell a story? <laughs> 
Yes, you can. Okay. So I live in Central Oregon, and uh, the woman who invented and owned Twinkle Glitter, Horse Glitter, is here in Bend. Um, and she is at my barn. She rides with my trainer. She's a dressage rider. And her horse is always beautiful. It always has glitter on it, jewelry, beautiful blankets. I mean, it's just top-notch, beautiful. All of the horses always decked out. And I seriously, the other day, saw her walking through the aisle with a set of hot curlers to go curl her horse's tail before her riding lesson. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> and, and it's perfect because she's so wonderful and her horse is so beautiful and that is that's that extra polish it takes to have a really beautiful horse so if she had a horse that had feathers i'm sure she would flat iron it (laughs) (laughs) she's great (laughs) that is fantastic i cannot believe that (laughs) so but but I took us off topic so uh back to scratches we have an article number eight four one five on the horse that can give you some some more ideas about cleaning that up and drying up scratches, mud fever. Uh, we get lots of questions, especially from New Zealand um, and from Great Britain on this uh, at thehorse.com. So thank you, Dr. Jones. Well, there you have it. Regular listeners to the Horse Radio Network might be wondering about now, what is that product that they mention so often on all of the shows that keep scooters delicate white pasterns free from scratches. Well, that would be Dr. Roses. So you can find them at drrosesremedies.com. And that's what we use on our horses here at Horse Radio Network Ocala. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.